podcast for new and aspiring leaders. Lebeau's Lessons is a virtual platform which seeks to provide leadership training and education for new and aspiring leaders. We do this by providing a consistent, free leadership podcast, weekly mentoring meetings with our staff, and online courses. Every Tuesday, we meet at 12 noon CST to promote self-awareness by providing stories and leadership coaching on this show to raise the emotional intelligence of our listeners. You can support us by following, liking, subscribing, and sharing. And now, on to the show. Why the ant? Yeah, you see, see it was a little sound. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, we're going to see what your uh, your sound effects game is today. Yeah, I need to load it, though. Like, we need a lot more sound yeah. effects. Make it sound crazy. Welcome to LeBeau's Lessons. We have a great show for you today. I'm your host, LeBeau, and this is Mohamed Banay of LeBeau LLC in Dallas, Texas. There we go. Um, today, we're going to talk to you about our favorite books that we've read this year and what you should look forward to reading in 2022. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before that, though, I want Mohammed to tell you a little bit about an event we have coming up called the Activate Purpose Challenge. Ooh. Mm -hmm. So, just like Ms. Lebo was saying... We are having pretty soon on December, between December 6th and December 8th, we're having a three-day event called Activate Purpose Challenge. And what Activate Purpose is about, it's really going to be showing you how to discover your purpose, how to use that purpose to find your purpose-driven business idea or purpose-driven career if this is if you don't really want to start a business and you want to go more into a purpose-driven career that is going to give you fulfillment that's also what the event is going to be about and also how to have social impact right because it's not only about making money it's not only about having a career it's also about having social impact in the world. So that's really what Activate Purpose is going to be about. It's a three-day event that is going to be between December 6th and December 8th. And if you want to be part of this event, it's going to be a free three-day event. Go on www.facebook.com slash groups slash AP Challenge 2021. We'll give you more information about that, but you can start joining the private community where you have full access to the three-day event. So again, facebook.com slash groups slash AP Challenge 2021. Absolutely. All right. Awesome. And we have some other things to tell you about. But today we're going to talk about some of our favorite books that we want to recommend to you. Mohammed, you have about nine on your list. Is that right? Let's mm-hmm. make sure. I got about, I counted about nine. But I want to... Oh, yeah, it's seven. It's seven. Okay. All right. So he has seven. We're going to give you 16 of our favorite books that we have been reading this year. And we're going to tell you who they're for. And we're going to tell you what are the main ideas expressed in these books. And uh, we're going to tell you a little bit about them. Books 
can distinguish between people, right? They can help mold a person's mind. It, it changes people's lives. And you, the difference in people is knowing what types of books they like to read. So today when we are revealing to you our favorite books, you're going to learn a little bit more about us. And I know that these books will make you a better person. That's for sure. Did you mean that the type of books you read mm -hmm. kind of sort of determines the person that you are? It can, and it, it can also reveal what type of person you are. Mm -hmm. Because a difference in people is what they're excited to learn about. What they want to learn about reveals right. character, too. And personality type. Mm -hmm. So... Let's talk about some of our books. I'll give you one, and then what we'll do is we'll just go back and forth. Okay, how about that? Right. Okay. The first book on my list is The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. Ryan Holiday. Ryan Holiday. I love Ryan Holiday's mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, he's very much into stoicism or stoicism. Um, and he, the way that he thinks is very practical, but it's very profound and very deep. And the thing about him is he loves to read. And there is actually a video that you can watch if you Google or YouTube Ryan Holiday. There is a video that he's going through his library of all his favorite books. And it just goes on and on and on and on. And I love it because when he was doing that, I was just writing my list for 2022. Right. I, I plan on reading 10 times more than what I read this year. I feel like I read, I read a lot of books, but not as much as I will want to read or I know I can read. Mm -hmm. Right. I know that I can read more. The issue with me is that I'm a book studier. I don't just read. I study. So I have to take notes. I have to listen to it again. I have to say it. It's a whole thing to make sure that I'm actually digesting the principles so that I can live it, right? right. So um, it slows me down. But I'm, I'm finding ways to work through that so I can get through more books. But Ryan Holiday, when you listen to him, he looks, he's very young. But mm -hmm. when you listen to him, he just has wisdom for ages. Yeah. And that is because he's a really big reader. As I'm talking about him, I'm thinking about another book that I just started reading, but I won't go into that. I'm going to recommend The Obstacle is the Way because if you think that you're doing enough in life, you will not think you're doing enough once you finish this book. But in a good way, because it's going to challenge you it's going to make you really look at your receipts and really examine yourself. The other day I posted in Facebook and I said, there's people who walk around parading themselves like heroes. Mm -hmm. And they, and while more honorable people are doing great things, and yet these other people are parading themselves like heroes, right? Right. And Ryan Holiday's book, The Obstacle is the Way, is going to make you really examine your life and put to the test, what have you really done so far? Mm -hmm. And are you focused on the right things? And you need to correct your attitude. I would 
recommend this book to anybody, especially young people, before they start their careers, right. because it'll reset the expectation of yeah. what you're supposed to be doing, right? But um, it'll show you that instead of trying to look for a way out of hard work, it'll show you how to get through the hard work, how to use that as leverage to level yourself up in life. So how to in our office, we used to say how to we used to say embrace resistance. And yeah. that's exactly what you're saying. Exactly. It's going to teach you how to embrace the mm-hmm. resistance because the obstacle is really the way. And it, it magnif- this book will magnify the result of that. People can oftentimes shift and like try to get a- away from hard work right. because they don't, you know, they don't want to go through it. Yeah. But they miss the prize, yeah. the reward that comes with it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mohammed is right. Mm-hmm. That's very right. Embrace the resistance. So, first book, Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. We have Emmanuel in the house. We have Email Base in the house. My boy Nyumba in the house. And Omar Aga in the house. So, we have mm. a few people. Awesome. Well on Instagram. So, that's okay. good. Um, yes, <laughs> my first book. I mean, the first one that I wrote. Red. Red. <laughs> You said wrote. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. Oh, you wrote down. Yeah. The Go first ahead. one that Go I ahead. wrote down, yeah. Yeah. Um, this guy, a lot of people don't really know about him, mm-hmm. but everybody knows about the company. Mm. And it's a little it's a little crazy because uh-huh. he... Yeah, everybody knows about the company, but not a lot of people knows about him as in being the CEO and founder of that company because mm-hmm. he doesn't really have a personal brand like that. Mm-hmm. And the name of that person is Phil Knight. Mm. And Phil Knight is the CEO and founder of Nike. Uh-huh. And the book is called Shoe Dog. And it's a memoir of his life and how the Nike empire was built. Shoe Dog. Shoe Dog. Nice. I, I got this book from my previous manager, mm-hmm. and I remember him telling me, after he read this book, mm-hmm. he only started purchasing Nike. Mm. Only. That's how deep the story was for him. Um, I read the whole thing once, but for me, I'm a little bit like you. Mm-hmm. I like to study the stuff, mm-hmm. and I like to repeat the information. Right. So especially with these type of books, I'm really taking my time Mm -hmm. to consume it, right? Mm -hmm. But one very big thing that I remember from the book, especially from the beginning, Mm -hmm. it's whoever would want to build a business or want to become, I don't know, the top of his career, like, there is no self-made. Like, the Nike guy... If it wasn't for his dad, mm-hmm. there was no Nike. <laughs> like, whatever he had to do in order to put himself into the position yeah. to know about the shoe business, mm-hmm. that was because his dad was there to help. That's so my right. point is... I love that. My point is mm-hmm. the self-made thing, it's... It sounds cool, but yeah. it's not real. I don't want to yeah. say it's a myth. But in the actual reality, mm-hmm. you will, whatever you're going to have to build, you cannot build it alone. 
That's right. It's not going to work. Mm -hmm. So that was just one thing. There is so much more about this book, but that was just one thing that came to my mind. Mm -hmm. And since we have so many more books to talk about, I don't want to be too long, but that's yeah. the first thing. Mm -hmm. As in, don't be scared to ask for help because you will need help to build whatever you're trying to build. And everybody should get that shoe dog book because since Nike is such a big empire, mm -hmm. if you have some ambitions of building anything similar, you need to learn about this Nike guy. Yeah. And just to uh, go to what you were saying, your point about how uh, the main idea is you got to pay homage to somebody, right? You didn't get there on your own. And that movie just came out with Will Smith, King Richard. Mm -hmm. Awesome, yeah. awesome movie. Yeah. Some people are complaining against the movie already, of course, because they said, I thought this movie was going to be about the strength of two sisters. Mm. But instead, the the movie was about their father. That's but, the reason why it was called King Richard. But that's, yeah, that's a title. It wasn't right? called the Serena Sisters yeah. or the the Williams Sisters, yeah. right? Yeah. It it wasn't. It was it was called King Richard for a reason. Yeah. But uh, they used this to pay homage to their dad, right? And yeah. I I completely understand that because I feel the same way yeah. about my grandparents, and that's yeah. how I live my life. You know, right. we, I, I, so I said, you know, this generation is all about congratulating themselves. Right. I did this. It's me. It's yeah. all me. Yeah. You know. Even think like this, so. there is this post that I've made the other day mm -hmm. and it was showing kind of like what you were saying, the appreciation of everybody that was along the way with you. Right. Think about it. The professors all the way from school, middle mm -hmm. school, mm -hmm. high school, college. I mean, I know some professors were not that good, but mm -hmm. think about all of these professors that made your life easier. All of these professors that helped you understand so that you can have a good grade. Um, all of these people that help you guys at home. Mm -hmm. I know in a lot of countries, a lot of people have maids. Because mm -hmm. they can afford it. Right. It's harder to afford a maid in America. Yeah. Unless you have a certain amount Tell of... Tell me about it. A certain amount of money. But I know in a lot of countries, they can afford maids, mm -hmm. right? So all of these people that are there helping you move on, they're all part of your whatever success destination you're mm -hmm. trying to get to. That's right. Okay, number three... That was number two. Let's do it like that, Muhammad. Number three of yeah. the 16 books to read in 2022. Another book by Ryan Holiday is The Ego is the Enemy. Ego is the Enemy. Mm -hmm. So like The Obstacle is the Way, this is very disruptive, right? Mm -hmm. Because most people assume they don't have an ego issue. Mm. The way that this book shows you yourself, you will most definitely walk away realizing that you have some ego issues. Yeah. Even if you think you're the most humble person in the world. Right. Right. Everybody deals with it on some level. And so this book exposes what ego really is 
and how it gets in the way of everything you do. Ooh. Oh man, it's it, it really ego can sabotage anything before it even starts. No matter how talented you are. Ego can sabotage everything before it starts. Before it starts. You can, you'll can, you be a genius living in your mother's basement because of ego. Mm. You'll be talented and still go broke because of ego. <laughs> how? You can create a company and then get fired from your own company because of ego. How is because people have self-grandiose thoughts. We think more, much more of ourselves than yeah. we should. And that is the root of a lot of our problems. Very entitled. Yes. And if you think that you're not that type of person, let me ask you one question. <laughs> and you just, you'll know for yourself, obviously, I can't see you. You don't have to answer to me. But let me ask you this. Let's give it a hypothetical. And don't come back with all the questions. Right. Let me give you a hypothetical. Imagine that somebody comes upon you. This is a stranger. And they start cursing at you. And there's this word or a phrase that you hate. And you know what that is. And let's say they start saying it. Mm. Now, let's imagine that people that you like or look up to or hang out with are in the room. What would you do? If your answer is you will punch the person, slap the person, curse the person back, do anything in retro, uh, reaction to that person, yeah. you have an ego issue. Right. Because you can't walk away. Right. You cannot let someone disrespect you and be okay with it. And be okay with it. There are some people that you can't even allow a myth or a rumor about you mm. to, to float around and without correcting it. If somebody misinterprets you, you got to argue with them in the comments. That's an ego issue. And in that book, it's going to show you, the, the thing I love about this book is that he uses many examples of successful people in the past right. and shows how ego ruined their careers. Right. Then, in comparison, he'll show you a lot of people who were great and they lived and had a great legacy because they didn't let their ego get the best of them. Right. And you can tell that he had to do a lot of research yeah. to dig into this. And one of the things about Ryan Holiday is because he's, he's a business genius. Okay? Right. There's a lot of different types of geniuses for different, different, thing, you know, different things. Science, math, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think, honestly, a lot of business geniuses get a bad rep and they don't get the respect they deserve. I agree. Because if you have the gift of strategy, that is a gift. Mm -hmm. And it's a good gift to get wealth. But people don't respect that, especially because they're hating on that. 
And if you're young and you're gifted in business, forget about it. Yeah. People are going to attack you. But he was very gifted in business. And he had someone that he looked up to a lot. And what happened was he got very close to that person. Sometimes there's a saying, I think, about when you get close to your heroes, you know, mm-hmm. it kind of damages your view of them. And after a conversation with this guy in the middle of the night, he realized he didn't want to be like him after all. It changed his whole life. And he realized if this route that I'm taking is going to turn me into you, I don't want to take it. Right. And that's what he learned to correct his ego. It's very, very powerful. And I know that when he when I he started off his book that way, and when he said that, it really I re, it resonated with me because simply because I know what that's like to get close to one of your heroes and then find out that they are not what you want to be. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's go to number. Yeah, four? we gotta keep it moving. Mm-hmm. What's number? Next number, number four. Number four. Number four. <clears throat> Ego is the enemy. Um, the next one for me was um, "Can't Hurt Me" by David Goggins. Mm. <laughs> I'll never forget when mm-hmm. I read Goggins' book. Mm-hmm. This is the. Um, at least for me, that was their book. Because I, I had a lot of epiphanies. I mean, of course, you still keep having a mm-hmm. lot of aha moments as mm-hmm, you go. Mm-hmm. But reading that book for me was the point where I literally stopped complaining ever. Mm-hmm. Or at least I was always trying to catch myself. Because first of all, David Goggins is... He was named one of the toughest men on the planet. Mm. He broke, I don't even know how many Guinness record, 1,000 pull-ups, 2,000 pull-ups. He broke them all. Wow. Um, he's a Navy SEAL. He was a ranger. Yeah. He was um, these guys that jump off of planes. Like, this guy did pretty much all the military stuff, all the ranger stuff, because that was... He, he was coming from such a low point that one of his purpose became becoming the toughest man on the planet. Mm-hmm. And when you listen to his story, I don't want to be too long, but he comes from a background where he was abused, he was beaten down by his dad mm-hmm. as a kid. He had tons of trauma, including racism mm-hmm. and all of that. And he was able to overcome the whole thing and put himself into the position where he started accomplishing everything that he wanted, mm-hmm. starting from getting into the military, becoming a Navy SEAL, um, wasting, because he was overweight before, mm-hmm. um, losing pounds, not wasting pounds, losing pounds losing all of his kilos, and um, getting on his purpose. But the biggest thing with the book, it's really about mindset. Mm -hmm. Because through his life stories, 
you really see how the mind works and you really see how we all have more in the tank that we believe we have. Um, I remember one of his races where he was literally running on broken legs because he had so many issues. His legs yeah. were literally broken. Wow. And he still was running and was able to finish the race because he just wouldn't allow himself to quit. Mm -mm -mm. And there is this particular chapter that I'm remembering right now where mm -hmm. it's uh, the 40% rule. As in, every time you feel like you're trying to quit, mm -hmm. just remember that your mind is just at 40%. Mm -hmm. You have a lot more in the tank. Mm -hmm. And when you start applying this, even in the smallest things like working out, push-ups, whatever you do, once you become getting tired... Mm -hmm. And you just remember that you just had 40% and you can keep pushing. Because most of the time you can. And you will find out that you can. But it all starts in the mind and how you think about it. So the book is really, really about mm -hmm. building a mindset where you can be hurt, pretty much. Love it. Great book on accountability and leadership. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, number five, number five for me, it would be The Richest Man in Babylon. Yeah, that's a good By one. George Clausen. Oh, and yeah, let me make sure I'm saying all of the authors. Yes, George Clausen. The Richest, the Richest Man in Babylon is a highly recommended book for a reason. It's for a person, any person that, um, any person that, wants to understand money, wants to understand money. Mm -hmm. And any person that has an issue with gaining wealth, retaining wealth, and fixing your relationship with money and dealing with people and money. Right. I recommend this book to any young person, but just any person in general. It's now, let me just say this. When you read this book, you're thinking that you're going to read a key one, key two, key three, or secret one, secret two. It's not like that. He's literally telling a story that sounds like a historical account. I know that sounds weird, but just go with it. Because he's using the story to tell you different examples of how people lose wealth and never get it. Mm, you're right. It's so he kind of like disguises it in like a, <laughs> he disguises it as like a storybook, but mm. it's basically teaching you evergreen money principles that mm. will save you from yourself. Right. So, uh, that book, again, is The Richest Man in Babylon. And just to let you know, the books that I read off, The Obstacle is the Way, Ego is the Enemy, and The Richest Man in Babylon are all on YouTube for free. For free, So yes. all you have to do is, is look it up. Yeah, literally for free. <laughs> yep. No for excuses. Free. Yeah, no excuses. That's a great one and highly recommended. Everywhere, just like you said, mm -hmm. richest man, Babylon, uh, like that. So my next one, which is 
which was part of my theme of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's my theme for the next year is probably they're all, they're all going to be around health and being healthy at different levels. Mm-hmm. But this book right here is from Sean Stevenson, and it's about the the title is Eat Smarter. Mm-hmm. And it has different books. It has Eat Smarter, Sleep Smarter, and a few different ones. But um, I like this book mostly because it's very simply written. And this guy is like, it's kind of like you. He's a little bit like you, maybe. He's like a geek on nutrition. Uh So what he really did was explaining everything about nutrition in the simplest way possible and what i really like about him he goes in and dissects all of the scientific papers Mm -hmm. and he breaks them down into simple action steps that everybody can understand and so who would you recommend that book to i'll just recommend that book to anybody that wants to live longer because I've personally learned that and you know it's funny every time we especially us Africans that live here in the US I've literally noticed that Mm -hmm. every time we eat our food Mm -hmm. it makes us feel good okay (laughs) no the point is oh you mean feel good is like healthier yeah oh okay i gotcha the point is it's just like how do you want to feel after you eat yeah how do you want to feel right in the present moment Uh and it's just like when you're hungry and you go get food it makes you feel good right right just like if you want to be rich or you want to feel what you can do with that money today Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of the same idea. Like when I'm hungry, not necessarily hungry, but when I go eat my home food, mm-hmm. it makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. It makes me connect to the memories. Right? Oh, I see what you mean. So he also mm-hmm. explained somewhere in the book, I don't remember which chapter, how food is connected to emotion. Yes. I didn't, I mean, I already knew that, but I never learned i never read something where it was explained like that yes how food is connected to emotions Mm -hmm. the importance of water he actually talks about water as being a macro too Mm -hmm. i've never heard anybody saying that everybody is saying water is important but nobody never really told me like my water is also part of your macros Mm -hmm. that's how you got to consider it yes it is because you need it to function yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And pretty much anybody that wants to live longer, mm-hmm. living longer, start from eating right and getting your water in because that water is important. A lot of the problems that we have, the mm-hmm. solution is drinking your water. Mm-hmm. We don't need a lot of pills like that. The mm-hmm. solution sometimes is drinking your water. So this book is really about understanding health at the highest level, especially mm-hmm. for younger guys like me and also older guys that do want to have a long life. Yeah, it, it is very true that that food is literally connected to emotion. Um, 
for instance, the reason why a lot of people overeat is because they're nutrient deficient. Mm -hmm. And if they were to have the correct nutrient amount that they need for their body size and their age and their conditions and things like that, then they wouldn't overeat. And in fact, many times when we're craving certain foods, we're actually craving a vitamin that we're deficient in. For instance, magnesium is um, a vitamin, but it's also something naturally you'll find in comfort foods. So when our body is low or deficient on magnesium, we'll crave things like burgers because of the bread, pasta, and things like that. Our body is saying, I need magnesium, but because your mind associates magnesium with bread, then you go after the bread. What is the body seeking? Comfort because magnesium um, elevates serotonin, which makes you feel happy and good and sleepy. So uh, that's something that I'm gonna be talking about on my other podcast as we dive into some other issues, particularly on the women called Boss Babes. I'm gonna be doing that on Thursdays. And one of the things that I'll talk about on some days is physical health because I used to be a sports nutritionist, I used to be a trainer, and so it's really good to know this information. So great recommendation. So that was book number six. This is number seven, I believe, yeah, I believe so. Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson. Who Moved My Cheese? I know that sounds weird, but actually it's a very popular business book. The book is another book that is also on YouTube for free. And it's kind of like George Clausen's book because it tells a story. It actually tells a story of two mice. But the two mice are actually businessmen. He actually disguises two businessmen that he actually knows in the story as the mice. Mm -hmm. And he... Uh, basically disguises their what actually happened to their business as dealing with the cheese. So the book Who Moves Mm -hmm. My Cheese is for anybody that's in business and it details how to respond when things go wrong in the business or before things go wrong, Mm -hmm. how to deal with it. Before things go wrong. wrong. Prevention. And and looking at the signs and not just sitting there doing nothing so that you're not saying, well, who moved my cheese? Who moved my cheese is is really a meaning for where did all the money go Mm -hmm. in the business? Yeah. Which has a lot of people, a lot of business owners during the pandemic scratching their heads wondering where all their money went and that's why they had to go out of business mm-hmm. yeah i'm about to add another book this is about to become 17 books because i forgot one of my favorite books yeah cheese is actually money blue yeah, cheese, that's right. cheese blue, is blue, money. It's blue cheese way. is the hundred dollar bill uh-huh you go number eight okay so let me do this right here my next one is, man, this guy right here coming up. I actually can do two books on this guy. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to do the, um, I'm trying to think, should I do, maybe I'll do both. But I wrote the newest one. 
But I think I'm going to talk about the oldest one first. The guy is called Tim Grover. Tim Grover was Michael Jordan's personal coach when he was in a career. Uh, at some point, Michael was a little bit complaining, even though he was already one of the greatest. He was complaining that he wasn't buffed enough, <laughs> mm-hmm. that he wasn't big enough like a lot of the other players, and he wanted more accountability on getting his body like the way he wanted the body to look like, mm-hmm. and also keep his game tight to go to the next level. And Tim Grover was the guy that helped him during that period. And then after that, Tim Grover worked with Jordan, I mean, Kobe, D-Wade, and a bunch of other guys. And from there, he created his own company, Attack Athletics. Mm -hmm. And he works with, like, high-level athletes, athletes, Uh (laughs) Russell Winsons, a lot of people playing basketball, football, blah, 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 blah. So that's Tim Grover. And um, the book is called Relentless. Mm -hmm. From good, the difference between being good and being great and Mm -hmm. being unstoppable. Mm -hmm. And in that book, Tim Grover dissects the mindset of champions. Mm. How these high-level athletes think, Uh how they operate, and how they put themselves into the position to become the best at what they do, right? And he also explains how that mindset can be used in everything else that you do in your life. Because it's really the mindset of being a champion. Mm -hmm. And it's not only about basketball. It's about being a champion mom, Mm -hmm. being a champion dad, Mm -hmm. being a champion truck driver. Mm -hmm. If you work in the office, being a champion office worker, it's just about being a champion at everything that you do. Right. So that book, if you or if you are about excuses, you won't like this book. Right. If you are about, just like sometimes I tell my little brother how everybody today, the microwave generation, I'm part of it, so I know. Mm-hmm. The microwave generation wants to become Jeff Bezos or Arlino Dangote, for those that know him. Mm-hmm. While chilling every weekend in order to get there i'm sorry bro it's not gonna work right so the point is if you are one of these person that have that mindset Mm -hmm. which is fine not that it's a bad thing but you won't like this book (laughs) because this book is going to tell you the real about the mindset and what you have to do if you really want to become a real winner Mm -hmm. i love that book i go back to it many times over and over again mm-hmm. and it's it's a great book you heard you will learn if you also like basketball like me you will learn a lot of stories about kobe michael um, d wade and a lot of other guys so mm-hmm. great book on mindset and accountability and leadership mm-hmm. so that was number eight i believe number eight uh, thirty. This might be this might be more relentless. Yeah, um, from Tim Grover, number eight. Mm-hmm. All right, number nine. No, number nine. We're gonna go a little bit faster. 
Number nine is going to be Will McCaskill's Doing Good Better. Doing Good Better. <laughs> is so, that, is, yeah, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Will McCaskill's book is all about being effective. He's um, the thought leader about effective altruism. And basically, if you're going, the, the disruptive thought that he drives home is, if you're going to be selfless, if you're going to be charitable, do it in a smart way. Right. Don't just throw your money everywhere and not know what's what it's actually going towards. Find out, you know, support charities that are doing more and they have the proof. And don't just give mindlessly because the money that you mindlessly give away can end up in the wrong hands or not making enough impact whereas it could be really put to really good use somewhere else and um, i learned that you know through his organization that if i were to give ten thousand dollars next year it could save three lives and he and there's proof behind that and it depends on what organizations you put that money through so when you think about impact and, and choosing organizations. Are you going to choose something based on emotion, based on something your relatives suffered with? Like, oh, I'm going to support lupus because my relative has lupus. Right. Or are you going to give towards the charity that needs the most help and is doing the most work? And with that, are you going to give towards things that actually improve people's lives and extend their lives because many of the american charities and organizations are about minor enhancements oh let's buy uniforms for the kids let's give the kids toys <laughs> oh while all these things are nice and you, you let's say you spend ten thousand dollars do you know that in africa somewhere you could save three lives from malaria or some other type. Do you know that you could cure blindness with that $10,000? I'm so serious. I love this book. Let me tell you something. I listen to a lot of things. I listen to debates. I listen to wise words from countries and, and peoples and, and ancients and authors from all walks of life. I love the way Will McCaskill thinks. And that, that says a lot. All right. Yep. Mohammed, number 11? No, 10. 10. Yeah. Number 10. Oh, number 10. This guy, this next guy, I can actually recommend all his books. Mm. But I'm just going to pick one. This is my man, my boy. Uncle G. Don't, 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 don't. You know, Muhammad, he says Uncle G at least five times a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was actually supposed to pick the other one. This one. Yeah. yeah. But um, Uncle uh -huh. G, that's Grant Cardone. Uh -huh. And Grant Cardone is um, at the core, he's first of all a sales trainer, mm -hmm. business coach, real estate investor. He has a lot of different businesses mm -hmm. and I've really learned sales from him mm -hmm. first and also leadership and really really becoming a professional as well mm 
and learn a lot of business from him, a lot of different things, real estate. But his book right here, the title is Be Obsessed or uh -huh. Be Average. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Be Obsessed or Be Average. That's right. And that's literally what he talks about in the book. How being obsessed mm -hmm. is actually what will take you to the success that you want to become. And he actually gives you permission to be obsessed, right? I love that. What do you want to be obsessed about? I give you permission to be obsessed about it and to go all in so that you can make it happen, right? So this is a great book around finding purpose, um, learning really the difference between haters and naysayers, um, how to overcome fear, how to overcome, yeah, how to discover your true purpose, like I was saying, mm -hmm. fulfillment, and really how to own in into your obsessions, healthy <laughs> obsessions, that will actually get you somewhere. Home so, into your obsession, that's right. This is a great, great, and it's a very simple, quick read, whether you want to read it or listen to it. So, yeah, be obsessed or be average. Perfect. Grant Cardone. All right. This is one of the books that will lead you to many other books. And I love this book. It is... It is... Tools of Titans. <laughs> Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss. Yeah, that's a great book. It's a great book because it interviews great people. And this book is literally a podcast, just like this one. A podcast that got transcribed and turned into an audiobook. And Tim Ferriss interviewed a lot of great people from actors to athletes to authors, just all around heroes. And you get something, you get a nugget from each and every person. Yeah. And sometimes you can... Um, you can land upon somebody that will probably change your life. So it's a book that you really want to take your time and get through. It's not a rush book. It's something, it's a big book. It's long, but very well worth it. Tim Ferriss, Tools of Titans. Tools of Titans. You got number 12, Mohammed. Oh, that was 12 already? You're on 12. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Number 12, oh. Uh, I've talked, I've made a whole video about this book before. I've probably made two or three videos on this book before. Mm -hmm. But I cannot recommend this enough. From Mel Robbins, the book is called The Five Second Rule. Mm. And I'm trying to see which angle to start. There is so much about this book. But the biggest thing is The Five Second Rule, it's really a tool that helps you mm -hmm. get things done. Mm -hmm. It's a tool that helps you jumpstart and start moving into action when you procrastinate. Yeah. And there is a lot of a lot of people call it the three second rule. Some people say three seconds. She got her five second thing. And it's really about overcoming fear. Mm -hmm. so that you can move yourself into doing the things that you really want to do. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to 
explain the five second rule because I want y'all to go get the book yeah. so that you learn it. But it's also a very simple read with a lot of relatable stories mm-hmm. where you will see yourself and you will see how how do people use this rule to start moving into doing what they really want to do. Action mode. Action mode. But it's a great book on building confidence, overcoming fear, Mm -hmm. understanding a little bit of how the mind works, but really, really, really building confidence and overcoming fear, fear of action. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would say my next book, book number 13, is that correct? That's 13, right? All right. Book number 13 is The 12 Immutable Laws of Marketing by Jack Trout and Al Reese. Yeah, the 12 Immutable Laws of Marketing. Whether you're in marketing or you're just in business, you need to read this book because, you know, the, even though marketing always changes from year to year, there's foundational principles. Just like sales. Just like sales, just like anything, right? There's foundational principles. These two guys are award-winning marketers. They have led very successful businesses. They have um, they've been in the in the papers in New York like constantly, like whatever they do and make headlines because they were just that good in the '90s. That's they were two really great marketers, and they. From learning from them, I was able to pinpoint not only issues with my marketing, number one, but number two, learning how to stop myself before I get into bad patterns that other businesses have gotten into. Yeah. But number three, he opens your eyes so that you can actually see each business for who they really are. Right. And when you read this book, you will be able to look around and see all the marketing mistakes that companies make constantly. And I'm going to tell you, I work with small business owners, but I work with a lot of major brands. They make mistakes constantly all the time. I know that's hard to believe because you think that they have so much money that they have the best minds and the best everything, and that is not the truth. And so what it comes down to is foundational principles. Read this book and you will get those foundational principles. It's 22, 22 immutable laws of marketing, which is also, I believe, on YouTube for free. All <laughs> right. <laughs> no excuses. All right, Mohammed, you got number 14. That's right. Yeah, there is so many data on YouTube for free. It's crazy. Um, so the other one here that I have is the next one from Tim Grover. And that's his brand new book. If you remember earlier, I was talking about um, Relentless from Good to Unstoppable. No, from Average to Good to Unstoppable. Uh-huh. And this one is Winning. That's his new book. Mm -hmm. And in here is dissecting winning. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He is really showing you what it takes to win Mm -hmm. at the highest level. And there is this little quote that that that, uh, sat with me still. It says, winning would take 
all of you, mm-hmm. right? Winning will take all of you, as in how you will have to sacrifice. I don't know if sacrifice is a good word. It might be temporary sacrifices, but you will have to stop a lot of things in order to get to where you're trying to go. You will have to zone in and get into that zone where nothing else, I don't want to say nothing else matters, but creating your boundaries so that you can actually execute on everything that you want. So right. winning will take the all of you, even just a regular degree. A lot of people watching here have degrees. A lot of you guys are engineers and stuff like that. And in order to get that engineering degree, you best believe that you had to sit at home on a lot of weekends instead of going out. So it's the same idea. The bigger you want to go, the more of you it's going to take. And you gotta be okay with that if that's the winning that you want. Mm-hmm. Love it. All right, number 15 on the list is venture deals. Venture Ooh. deals. Let me tell you something. If you are a business owner and you are looking to have investors invest in your business, but you know nothing about that world. Venture Deals is the book that everybody's going to recommend to you. That's the Bible. That's the Bible for First investors, Bible. okay? Yeah. Uh, Brad Feld is the one. Brad Feld and Jason Mendelson, they're the authors. When I tell you that they can break it down to you so well that like, if you were a high school student, you would understand it. It's going to make you get your stuff together, okay? So... You know, it's not a rush book. It's a book that's easy to understand. But as you go through it, you're going to realize, okay, I got to get this together, this together, this together. And that's, that's if before you ever, 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 ever get in anybody's face thinking you're about to pitch your business to anybody for money. You better read this book before you make a very costly mistake or at least look like an idiot. Yeah. You'll look like a fool if you haven't read this book. Yeah. So venture deals. That is really the worst part. Yeah. As in, because that's the worst part when you get into these meetings Mm -hmm. looking like you don't know what you're doing. Yes. You will recover from that, of course, but uh, that feeling. You yes. don't want to do that. So if you have any business ambitions or if you are already in business, you will need investment. You will need money. And that book, it's really going to put yourself into the position to at least not look like an idiot in the meeting. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And then you can figure out everything else because it's still going to take a few reps. So, Mohammed. You got number 16. Yeah, my final book. What will it be? In my other, the other book that I had here is Leader Shift from John C. Maxwell. Mm -hmm. If you know John C. Maxwell, John C. Maxwell is OG leadership. Mm -hmm. This guy has only God knows how many books. I know it's at (laughs) least 60 or 70 books, something like that. 
and he just keeps writing books and writing books. Mm -hmm. And this one, I believe, dropped sometime last year mm -hmm. or two years ago, Lead Shift. And it's really a little series of lessons, uh -huh. a bit like his, some of the main lessons that he learned along the way to make a leader shift. And the big, I, I mean, one big idea here is what we like to say sometimes, as in the leader is a servant mm -hmm. first. Yes, yes, yes. You got to be into a serving mindset. Uh -huh. That's how you lead. Mm -hmm. And especially if you have a business, right, you have to be in the mindset of serving your team, yes. serving your clients, serving your people. Even when you work for somebody, mm -hmm. you're here to serve the business. You're here to serve the clients. Yep. In your family, as a parent, you're here to serve. So the leader is first a servant. And coming back to the business thing, as in providing value, right? As long as you're serving an audience and doing it right, people who want to pay you to serve them. That's right, that's right. So that's it right. starts with having that service mindset as and, in I'm here to serve. people will want to serve you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And people will want to serve you back mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. of the reciprocity thing. Mm -hmm. So a leader is first a servant. That's I, just one idea from the book. I got a bonus book. Dun, 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 dun. I got a bonus book. I could not end this without talking about one of the books that changed my life and helped me to get a big deal, expand my company, and make residual income or passive income for myself. Ooh. Yes. All right. And that book passive. is what? passive. Passive. My what? favorite word. My passive favorite phrase. <laughs> That book is the world-renowned Blue Ocean Strategy. Ooh. Let me tell you something. That's a legendary In book my right heart, there. I know the, that book <laughs> falling into my hands at the time that it did was God, was divine. And every chapter of that book, it, it blessed my soul. Do you get what I'm saying? Because that, that book is for anybody in business or aspiring to be a business owner. It is so disruptive. You have no idea. It makes you question everything that you've been taught about business. But it shows you how to deal with the big dogs. Okay? If you meet anybody successful in business, like in a corporate world, like in the, you know, majorly successful they're going to know about the Blue Ocean Strategy because it is a book that millionaires recommend to each other for a reason. I love that book because it's going to teach you how to really put your product and business in the correct position. And it's going to be totally different from the way you thought you would, you were supposed to do it. Mm -hmm. There's a red ocean and there's a blue ocean. The blue ocean is the correct way. The red ocean is the way most businesses run, mm -hmm. incorrectly. Yeah. 
when you couple that book, The Blue Ocean Strategy, with the 22 immutable laws of marketing, you have the foundational ideas of what true marketing and sales is all about in making deals, okay? So if you don't read any of my other books, read Blue Ocean Strategy if you are a business owner and thank me later. Yeah, that is... By W. Chan Kim and Renee uh, Marburg, I believe, is also on YouTube for free. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point because positioning is the good word, Mm -hmm. especially with marketing, how you position yourself. If you get the positioning right, it gets Mm -hmm. easier. (laughs) That's right. So I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that the last book? That was the last book. So thank you guys for watching and listening Lebo lessons. Make sure that you check out these books. Let me tell you something. My my uh list of books for next year is like like a hundred books. But these books are really, really good for Anybody who's looking to make next year the best year of their lives. And the funny thing about it is me and Mohammed did not look at each other's list. He didn't know what I was going to write. I didn't know what he was going to write. But he read a completely different book list than I did. But they go perfectly along together with the person who has the, the desire to be excellent and to be an achiever. And to really make some strong paradigm shifts that will shift you probably into a new zip code. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. definitely for sure. I think I've read two or three on your list. Definitely the richest man in Babylon. Mm-hmm. But what you just said, mm-hmm. that is true. Like, if you get, even if you do half of that, if you even just do the obstacles, please, read just that one. That would take you to the hottest zip code. Right. Read, 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 people. Read. So, and just like we were saying, because I also don't like to read, mm-hmm. but when I got to the point where I was cornered and I had to figure it out, I had to read. To read. And the first book was Psychology of Selling. Mm-hmm. I didn't even read it. It was an audio book. Mm-hmm. So just like she was saying, there's literally no experience. If you don't want to get the audible subscriptions, there is 1 billion free audiobooks on YouTube. There is Spotify, 1 billion free podcasts. Apple Podcasts, man, so much data. So much data. Now the problem becomes what data to use since there is so much data. But just pick one. And start with it. And I like how you were talking about the other thing. A lot of these will lead you into something else. Mm-hmm. So you will get one, you will read something, or you will listen to something. Mm-hmm. And it's going to lead you into something else. And then you just keep rolling with that. That's right. You guys have an amazing day, amazing holiday. We will see you next time. See you next time on the show. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.